another episode of the Badge County Podcast. I'm your host, Samuel D. And with me, as always, the Oklahoma City Thunder NBA Top Shot co-captain Jared, a.k.a. Thunder Hour. Today, we're going to be talking about a week of NBA action, Top Shot action, burning, KD challenge, parallels, dynamic duos, NBA Top Shot 50, and so much more. Another episode of Badge County. I am Samuel D. We got Thunder Hour here with us. What's up, How we Sammy doing today? D? Oh, just taking in, just taking in a week's worth of NBA Top Shot and NBA action. Try to put it into a good. We're gonna. We always say we want to do it. Like, let's keep it to thirty minutes, and then three hours later. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for us. We we like to talk a lot. We are going to put this in one episode today though right we are not going to yeah. go back to the two two episode format like we did last week we're trying things we're iterating and ultimately this is our podcast so we get to do what we want right exactly no sponsors no nothing yet until you know somebody comes in gives us a big bucks and tells us what to do but in the meantime we'll do one episode we'll do two episodes uh you know maybe it's 30 minutes maybe it's an hour i honestly don't know uh, you know go follow us on twitter Hop in the Discord, the Badge County Discord, and let us know. Do you want 10 minute, you know, do you want six 10 minute episodes? Do you want one hour long episode, 30 minutes, 45, whatever? I don't know that we'll listen to you, but you know, it's nice to hear. Yeah, we're just figuring this thing out. But yeah, today we got the uh, announcement for the challenge tonight on Monday night, the Kevin Durant challenge. It's kind of a new twist to challenges. What'd you think of it? Honestly, I was confused at first. I'm not going to lie. Because, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, you know, everybody jumps to the Discord and we're all excited and we're like, oh, there's two challenges. Oh, you can burn or you can you need to burn and do And it takes like five minutes and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go to NBATopshot.com and just go <laughs> That's read. That's exactly what I had to do. Yep. Uh, so it's one reward, which is the Kevin Durant jump shot against the Grizzlies where I don't know who he passed here. Um, moved into 20th though moved into 20th place in all-time nba scores list um which honestly if we just want to talk about this real quick uh i would have if you'd have asked me before this challenge where does kevin durant stand all time i definitely would have said like 12 13 yeah i mean it's crazy that he's considered one of the best scores of all time really and he's 20th. Um, ultimately, he's not he's got, young. What is he, like 34? He's 34, He, but he's going to play a few more years. And I think he's probably that top is is pretty tight. I I guess we should have pulled that up as far as leading scores all time. But oh, he's got to be, you know, I'm on up. It. He's got to be up there. And as you get uh, kind of towards the top, I'm guessing it kind of thins know, out a little bit. In. Yeah, thins out and you you can move up a place. Or two yeah, he's he's year. ten points behind Vince Carter for nineteenth, and then so that's, that's gonna yeah. What what is an average great score score? You know, some to, somewhere between like eighteen and twenty two hundred points a season. Yeah, I think two thousand points is like considered a, good a great season, offensive yeah. year. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if he was to, I mean, he could conceivably get pretty close to he could he could probably sneak the top ten. 
where Moses Malone chocolate thunder currently sits with 27,409. Anyway, we digress. No, that's not chocolate thunder. That's Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins chocolate There's... thunder. What's Moses Malone's nickname? <laughs> that's a good question. You got me though. I just really want, I just like, I want to throw <laughs> in chocolate thunder all the it's time. A, it's a, it's a great nickname. We uh, had yeah, no, a, it's yeah, a cool yeah. moment. It's fun. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a, you know, tie to what's going on in the league. This is Durant's by far best moment of the season. The Nets are not playing well. Uh, but yeah, their team's like one in five. So I guess we can celebrate him moving into the top 20, which is fun. Yeah, we got to celebrate something. So to, for the challenge, there's two separate challenges for one moment. One of them is you have to add, which I guess is, you know, I think there's I'm seeing this like every week that there's still some confusion over what they mean by add. People still think it means you need to go buy an additional like hit the marketplace. It does not mean anything about marketplace. It can be a locked moment. It can be anything. It just needs to be in your collection. Um, You obviously have to add it to the challenge builder, but you don't have to go buy a new moment. Don't go buy a new moments. Um, So the non burning challenge, you just need one moment from every player who scores 20 or more points in tonight's games. I don't know how many that's going to, you know, seven games. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we might be seeing. Bronze 20, maybe. Yeah. 15 to 20. Um, Obviously, I don't know which is going to have. It depends on the requirements here, but I really don't. This could go either way for like what is easier to complete. As far as just like the the non burn, the non crafting challenge. What, what is the. The burning is you need to burn one moment from every player that scores more than 27, 27 or more points. Yeah. And so so I'm guessing that 27, I think is like his, um, maybe we're talking, has something to do with his career average. his career. Yeah. His career points per game. And 20 is, I guess where he's at this year. Is that right? No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the 20 comes from, but the 27 is definitely 20 is just a nice round number. Is my oh, guess twenty but. because he's in twentieth place. We're, ah, yeah. we're smart. Um, yeah, that's what we come stuff. to the bad Real big for, right? stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you got to burn. I mean, and at twenty-seven. Honestly, the way that people are scoring this year, um, this is through eight percent. It was just something I want to do every single week. We are eight percent of the way through the NBA regular season. I just want to sort of set you know a little bit of, you know. Just sort of set the scene a little bit. We're 8% of the way through the year. And as of now, through 95 games, we are on pace to have the best, the highest league-wide offensive rating of all time. And typically, and like that's where we're on pace for now. And I mean, it makes sense that throughout the year, that number tends to go up as players, you know, wear wear off the rust of the offseason. Um, we're already, you know, firing on all cylinders. So there's a lot of guys that could score 27 points tonight. Uh, and it always, you know, as always, it depends on if Cade Cunningham, that's really going to be, that's the one to me that I think has the most likely disruption uh, factor. Yeah. It could really get disruptive. You've got, um, you know, I don't know if Jaws playing tonight. Um, you know, then you've got Kevin Durant, Trey Young, Kyrie, De'Aaron Fox, Joel Embiid are all averaging 27 or more. Siakam, Bain, Halliburton, 
I mean, if with Embiid, I think it's a game time decision tonight. Um, so if he's yeah. out, Maxi might might just be a lock at this point. You know, there's really nothing in here that's sort of. Yeah, I could see like a, a guy, a random guy for potentially the Clippers or the Jazz. Um, the Clippers are marketing kind of, get in there, but you know, I just, I don't see any, like most of these guys have high addition moments. So not yeah. really a big deal. I think and when you think about yeah. at this point, rookies, like with, there's no designation over like you need a rookie badge or whatever, but as far as league wide, just players with that don't have a lot of moments, Kate Cunningham, that's kind of it. Evan Mobley has a reasonably attainable, um, metallic silver. I mean, I think it's, it's not three dollars but it's what like mm-hmm. 40 um i don't i wouldn't particularly want to burn that at this point um yeah this was it's going to be interesting because i the burn challenge is going to be potentially not very useful in my opinion i i guess i haven't sat down and mapped it all out but it seems like most people and the collections people have are gonna fit the top are tw- the 20 or more point uh, they could get kind of as far as like you know maybe you've got i mean i'm looking here there's uh 32 players tonight averaging 15 or more i mean that's got you know pj washington kevin herter um just guys that yeah, yeah you may only have to go get a 60 a 60k yeah like had 29 the other night i think He's going to have to score if the Hornets are trying to win, keep winning games. Um, but it's one thing when you get a list of if you need to go buy like two or three 60Ks for a Kevin Durant, like that just sounds like fun. Maybe not a fiscally responsible decision, but at least at worst, maybe a wash. But when it starts to be like, I need nine 60Ks that have all pumped from two or three up to like four or five. Then you're like, okay, well, no, I don't I'm not going to go buy $40 worth of 60Ks to complete this, but you also start to have to think about like, they're sort of setting a a scene. They're setting, you know, they're setting the room for like what these challenges are going to look like. The best players are going to need to be burned. Mm -hmm. That's just one, one sentence sums it up, whether it's scoring, passing, rebounding, blocks, deals, whatever it is. The players that perform the best, are going to need to be burned at, at some point. And so you have to start thinking like, okay, maybe Mobley hits and you're like, I want to, I'm going to burn his metallic silver. Just hypothetically, you have to start thinking, this is a guy that's going to hit again this year. And is this the moment is, is this reward the one that I want to burn it for? Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I don't, you know, I'm going to probably go for this KD, but it obviously I was going to go. I'm, I'm always going for well, it. We're in good like position game. because we have the Kate already, right? With the Rising Star set. So yeah. we're we're already one step ahead of potentially some other people. Um, it is the most completed set, I think, still to date. So a lot of people have it. Um, but yeah, like I think once the Cade gets in there, assuming he gets plus 20, that's where it gets kind of fun. And then we'll just see. I mean, there's going to be some random stuff that could happen. You Absolutely. Just never know. Especially One when night. it comes to scoring. It's just scoring. Yeah. It's not about like, you know. Yeah, someone and, gets hot and hits six threes like they're in soon, boom. you know. And The interesting thing here is that it it's two separate challenges. There's two ways to get the same moment, which has never been done before. 
And according, we've got some, yeah, I think Hogliar in the discourse confirmed that he heard uh, maybe the VIP, maybe NLL, that Matt is saying they will all have the crafting badge, mm-hmm. even if you're not burning anything for it. How do we feel about that? Yeah, I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, the way I look at it is flash challenges this year are pretty much 95% going to be crafting challenges. There probably are going to be some crafted tonight. I, I'm not too worried about it personally. I think the badge for the crafting challenges is kind of not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things anyway. So um, yeah, maybe I, just think, I, I think that it fits in the set. That's what matters. And yeah, so if we're ranking badges, well, how many badges we have now? Like a pin? We might be looking at the bottom of the barrel. Badge. Yeah. Um, it it you know, means like, really ultimately nothing like that badge has just said that it did take something to, to get this. I actually kind of prefer the star. I think the star looks cooler. I think we could have probably just left challenges all at the star, but. Oh, yeah, we're not going to get any. We might not get any of those. We'll no, get we will. Later. Yeah, I guess we will. Um, at some point. So like you were saying, at this point in the NBA season for the Brooklyn Nets, KD hopping into 20th place might is they wish everybody was talking about that. Um, nobody's talking about, I didn't know that it happened. Um, Cause the only thing we're talking about, it was a, it was a small blip. Woo. Yeah. I mean, probably 14th place. So in the last week we've had a lot of good, pretty incredible NBA action, honestly. Um, your thunder. How about three my thunder? And yeah. Let's talk about my thunder real quick. Cause yeah, we're three and oh, the last week. Uh, beat the Clippers twice, and then that Mavericks comeback on Saturday, which I have a confession. I watched 95% of that game. I gave up on my thunder. I fell asleep with four minutes to go. I woke up about 12 minutes later, and it was overtime. So I do apologize to Isaiah Joe, SGA, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and really all of the NBA that I missed out on that. But I did see overtime, and yeah, my Thunder got a huge comeback win, so that was fun. So um, do you think, if you had to put the farm on, are they going 0-3 this week, or 0-4 this or or 3-0? and So they thought well, they had I, a, a defeated week and an undefeated week. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the way they're playing with SGA, and Giddy's supposed to be back tomorrow, I believe. I don't see why... Three and really? isn't, That's huge. Isn't a, yeah, so Giddy practiced today. Uh, the assumption is he's going to play tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they play the Magic tomorrow. That was supposed to be the, the one national television game for the Thunder. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, they pulled it because no Chet. Although I still think that'd be a fun game with SGA and Paolo and whatever. Absolutely. They uh, tore it from us because they don't like us. And then... Yeah, they got the Nuggets on Thursday at home. So that's going to be a tough game, of course. Uh, I think Jokic is probably going to go hey, for... Hey, if the Lakers can beat the Nuggets? Yeah, that, that's, the Lakers lo- that's the Lakers' lone win, right? It but is. We do, have, we, we do have the Bucks on Saturday. Oh, you ain't going to win that one. That, that's an L. So two and one at best. Uh, but no, it's just fun to see my Thunder playing well. SGA is a stud. He had 38 the other night. He's now averaging 31 a game. I I just, I've, I'm excited for him to be like on the national stage this year in some capacity. 
Just looking he's at just this, a bucket. the Western Conference standings right now are just all over the place. Yeah, it's I mean, messy. The Thunder are two games out of first place. The first place Portland Trailblazers, who are currently playing without Damian Lillard. I just, I mean, the Phoenix Suns are the yeah. only team in the top four that make any sense. The San Antonio Spurs at three and the Utah Jazz at four. They did not get the message. They're, they're, they are the war- How bad could they be at tanking? They're winning <laughs> franchises. You know what I mean? It's like they may not have that a lot of full season success over the last five years. Obviously, the Spurs have a ton um, over the last two decades. But the Jazz have been arguably the most successful regular season team of the last decade. And it doesn't matter what they threw away. They still, I mean, they just, you know, yeah, five and two. Pointing. We talked about it last week. They're competent. The one thing I will say is the Suns are, we kind of probably, our season predictions, we had the Suns. I'm still holding on. Some. I'm holding on. Uh, I don't know. I've been watching quite a bit of the Suns, and Booker is like hit another level. Booker I'm just is. Not, I'm just a not stud. a Booker guy. Not a Booker guy. I don't know. He's filthy from the mid range. It's it's automatic. Everything is going to hinge on Chris Paul's health. Yeah, that was sort of healthy. My Aiden just got hurt, so we're going to see what Jock Landale can do. You know, and honestly, he's been pretty. I've been again. He's playing with Chris Paul. Like mm-hmm. Chris Paul is the ultimate. I make guys better guy. Yeah, he's you know, Michael Bridges is playing teammates. great. I mean, they've they've got all the pieces absolutely of a contender. It's just I don't. I don't know. I see it falling apart. The idea that it's like, there's just some weird stuff going on when you've got Jay Crowder saying it's not a contract thing. And you've got, you know, Deandre Ayton and Monty, Phil, uh, you know, Monty not talking all off season. It's, um, I don't know. Yeah, I it's just, still it's, a little weird. It's a little it's weird stuff. Um, but then on the other side of the Western conference, you've got golden state three and four Clippers, two and four, the Lakers one and five, I mean, 11 through 14 are all the California teams. Got to love it. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. That is, that's insane. Yeah, the Lakers. So I put a tweet out the other day, uh, maybe it was yesterday, how LeBron and KD are kind of almost irrelevant this season. And it's, it's, it's just amazing that, you know, we're kind of seeing a torch pass. Like they aren't on relevant teams their play is just i mean still solid but it when you're not winning it doesn't seem to matter and i i just love where the nba is headed with some of these young guys i mean i think one thing that's clear Giannis, he's the best in the league i think we can all agree they're the only undefeated i think team everyone outside still. of denver is absolutely agreeing with you yeah sure but <laughs> I mean, Jokic obviously two-time MVP. But honestly, yeah, um, two-time MVP. But Big Chungus is only averaging like twenty points. Like when I was putting together the list of the top scores for tonight's challenge, I didn't realize like how far down the list Jokic was. Yeah, obviously, the Nuggets have been winning kind of up and down. They've been up and down. The, That's, you know, wolves. they get Murray back in there. Your wolves. They've been they've been up and down. <laughs> Yeah, your Wolves have definitely been up and down. They've lost two out of the three games to the Spurs. Which also just, I mean, honestly, who's who's doing the scheduling here? Why are those two teams playing three out of four games? One thing I wanted to talk about real quick. uh, I know we talked about them not being relevant, but the Lakers, 
And Westbrook played off the bench the last two games. Have Have you had a chance to kind of pay attention to that? Having enough heard about it, but at this point, I'm just so, I'm trying to not pay attention. I, I know, to I know, I know. I'm a Westbrook standstill, former Thunder, best guy of all time. Got got to talk about him for a second. But he was really good last night. I mean, he was he was in that bench role. If he actually can like enjoy it and embrace it, I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't know that they're going to come back and win a bunch of games, but I'm actually just more excited for what this could mean for Westbrook. Like I want to see Westbrook play well for the next two or three years. And this seems like a role that could make some sense for him. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, yeah. The box score. I, I didn't catch the game. And we did get, we did get a little nifty moment, which Brandon, uh, put a little tweet spice. out. Yeah. He put the spice, uh, tweet out. So that got me kind of intrigued and interested and, uh, it's a fun Westbrook moment, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. There's not a, not, there's really not a whole, I mean, it's like weird. The NBA has been real fun, but there's so many teams that are kind of up and down night to night. I mean, the Heat are bad so far this year, which is kind of what I kind of hope and want. But I'm not a really big Heat guy. But it's just weird. They're too outside of Miami. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, like I said, eight percent of the way through the year. There's really three very distinguishable sections of the season. There's opening night to Christmas Day. Then you've got Christmas Day to the All-Star break and then post-All-Star break through the end of the year. Um, you know, and so ultimately, I think you're probably going to end up seeing what, what are teams usually play, like maybe 20 to 25 games before um, Christmas Day? Yeah. It's like a, there, a quarter yeah. of the season or so. And so, you know, um, these games, there's not a lot of drama necessarily right now. I mean, there's obviously been individual moments of some drama and the Lakers have got what they've got the, But the real story for the first part of the season is, you know, Kawhi's team, Durant's team, LeBron's team, Jimmy Butler's team, Steph Curry's team are not playing, uh, you know, Embiid's team, Harden's team. The teams with the stars are not faring particularly well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not particularly well, they're faring poorly right now. Uh, you know, so I think that's really the, these games the matter story. and we're going to start seeing that like, it's going to be, they're starting behind the eight ball and they're going to have some making up to do. And they might have to make some moves in order to do it. And a lot of these teams have kind of made all of their moves that they can, all of their chess pieces are already, you know, they've been used in order to acquire these stars. So they don't have mm-hmm. a lot left to leverage into. You know, I think ultimately the Lakers will pull the trigger on whatever they need to do to get Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. I saw that Miles Turner on the watch pod was actually saying that if he was the Lakers, he would trade for himself. Uh, I've never heard anything like that before, but I, I see the Lakers having to do it. They're one in five. Yeah, they got to win. I'm happy for Darvin Ham. Good guy. Um, getting his first win, but it was kind of rough <laughs> to see the Los Angeles Lakers celebrating their first win for their coach six games into the season. Yeah, that was silly. But that's the story of the year so far, you know? Um, and I think flipping back over to top shot, one of the stories of the series is clearly going to be burning. Um, and so we've got, we've got a, mo- a note here the other day, you know, we've heard about it a little bit. Um, we got a little reminder in the official top shot discord 
as promised in our plans for the 2022-23 NBA season. NBA Top Shot will be running two-plus million previously unreleased Series 3 base set moments. To kick tick can I read? No, I can't read. To kick off our campaign of burning previously unreleased moments from S1, S2, and S3 through a combination of burning unreleased content and utility-based burning, we expect more than 5 million moments to be burned by the conclusion of S4. Um, and they're building some tor- some new tools to support this initiative. What do you think? Yeah, well, obviously burning two-plus million previously unreleased series three base set moments is, is fun. It's good. It's needed. Um, I think there's a couple things in there that are actually more interesting to me. And that says that they're burning previously unreleased moments from S one, S two and S three. So I think the S one burning things kind of a hot topic. Um, and then yeah, so I put I, out on, I put out on Twitter this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to, do some some hot tweets on the weekend so that we can bring them into some hot topics here on the pod. Mm-hmm. And I went through the base. I was honestly just interested. I love using the on-the-moment tools of – I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to export everything. I think – well, I'm not sure. But I was able at this point at least to export all of the unreleased base one moments. I think there's like 150,000 or so. And I just kind of wanted to put in – what would what would a hot pack a series four hot pack style look like for these unreleased series one moments um and i just sort of dropped it on twitter my idea and just sort of see what the pulse was uh you know and so basically if you haven't seen it one go check it out two i'll tell you about it right now uh my idea was so you've got it's all s1 moments and you've got four, the first four moments are guaranteed S1 base moments. The fifth moment has a, a chance of anywhere from like, I think it's, I can pull it up here, but I think it's about 50%. You just get a fifth base moment. Um, but inside these packs would be all of the other rare sets and legendary sets that also would be burned. I just don't want to burn all of S1. Mm-hmm. That's just not, you know, I get it. But like, it's just not fun. I'm here to have fun. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm yeah, a, oh I'm God. <laughs> yeah, right. Kawhi. Um, so I'm not big on burning S1 either. I think I think burning S1 should be put in the hands of of the users essentially for like challenges and things as we go over time. I just think it matters too much to just be burning it without ever releasing it. Uh, I, I do like the idea of packs. I, I mean, I know there was some pushback on price point and some of the other things. Um, yeah. Hypothetically, I put a price point out of $89 because that sounds like extra fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think in theory, obviously that makes, uh, makes, makes it really fun. I just think ultimately you have to protect them a little bit more than that. Um, so, but that, that's not really the biggest thing to me. It's like, they, they'd figure that out. But the, the idea of releasing them in packs, because it's weird. We've been doing these trade ticket packs. We did the 350 right away. And these last couple releases, we've done the four for three, where you have a chance at getting a series one moment. And they've lost some steam, ultimately. Bo- both of them have. And I think, 
I mean, I think just paying money for them is to me better at this point. I right. Let's I would just rather. I want to pay money I, for. It. I want them. I haven't gotten them. You know. Well, and yeah, and I think I think there's because at this point most of us don't have a bunch of trade tickets sitting around. The trade tickets are just sitting in the marketplace or in the locker yeah, room. And, uh, there's so, nothing, like, so we'd have to go buy trade tickets, right, to go do these packs, which to me seems kind of counterintuitive. Let's just burn the trade tickets and 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 sell these packs. Uh, I like it. I mean, I like the idea of it. I I think I don't care if it's eighty nine or if it's three hundred or whatever it is. But ultimately, you know, there are people that are saying they don't want to do it because so many people did the three hundred and fifty trade ticket packs. I know you did it, and it's like, honestly, if we take it back, that wasn't worth it. We should have seen those numbers. Well, and I, like, what are we doing here? It's never going to be worth it. There's like a handful of pulls that are going to make, you know roughly anywhere from 700 to a thousand dollars for a single pack you're paying legendary prices for like what ultimately you know i think we've a big part of this is this conversation is going to be price discovery and i just don't mm-hmm. understand this idea that it's like you know the price discovery is going to come from releasing the moments yeah period like not burning them and saying like well we've had we've we've done enough price discovery we like the current price that we've discovered but before we release any more moments to discover a new or lower price, let's lock in these prices. Honestly, it doesn't mean that these prices are going to be locked in. I just don't understand who it – well, I think it's, the problem is I understand who it protects. Well, yeah, um, I mean, ultimately, it helps me if they do it. I have a LeBron TSD. I have a Morant TSD. Like, if some of those get burned, that helps me, right? So, I mean, I'm not – I'm not going to be like – thinking it's a huge deal if they do end up burning some i don't think they're gonna burn all there's you, no way you didn't buy all. you didn't buy that lebron or that morant with the idea of like man i'll buy it at 61 percent released but i really hope i'm really putting all my eggs in the basket that they burn the rest yeah that wasn't even a consideration it's not a, because at the time like a lot of these people that have, if you bought between february 21 and you know, whatever, like November of 2021, there weren't even third-party tools that really gave you a good idea of what the circulation even was. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say this: like, um, I, I, I bought that LeBron not even knowing how many were unreleased. Exactly. I mean, I didn't buy it for that reason. <laughs> I bought it because it's the Grail of Grails on the site. It's an S1 LeBron TSD, and he's you know, arguably one of the best or if not the best player of all time. And I believe in the platform. I didn't, I didn't buy it thinking I would sell it six months later or even a year later. It was something I wanted to have really ultimately, you know, forever. Now that could change. I mean, I've floated the ideas of, you know, swapping it out for a different grail, but I mean, it's, it's ultimately not something I'm looking to move for, you know, a short-term fix or short-term 30%. thing. Thirty percent. Yeah, I'm not. Impact. I'm not moving it. Like I'm keeping that thing. Like, at, at this point, I'm keeping it until I get something I want better. Which there's only really one moment that I would consider the KD TSD. Beyond that, I'm keeping it, and it, it's probably going to be in my account for the next 20, 30 years, assuming that you know. So it's like I'm not worried about any of that. Um, I mean, so the other think- thing is one of the numbers that we don't have, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it's out there and we can figure it out, but, um, not just how many are owned and in circulation and stuff, but like 
if you subtract out, like how many users own the 701 released LeBron James moments? Top shot debuts, you know, because you've got like MBL has 33, Whale Vault has 30, Kitty Pat has nine, CP3O mm-hmm. has eight, Steve has seven, you know, so it's like once you start taking that out, it's like, well, there's there's 700 out, but it's like, yeah, but once you take out like the people with multiples, it's even less than that. And it's like, I just don't see the point. There's all this talk about like, you know, we need we need the whales. And we need the whales. Obviously, we need the whales. I don't. I don't want to make any decision in spite of the whales. Um, but it just seems like the people that need to get protected the most are the ones with the biggest bags and the ones with the loudest complaints. Those are the ones who seem to get decisions made in their favor. Um, when I, you know, I just don't think that they're the. If there's ten thousand daily active users in Top Shot, like. Lord, there's, that's just not enough. I don't know. It just doesn't make, I don't yeah. like the idea. I don't, I'm not saying that like I, I, Top Shot has to take my idea or, you know, I'm burning it to the ground. I just trying to put it out there, just some creative and fun ideas instead mm-hmm. of just setting it all on fire. And I think that like, that's one thing that I want to see more of in the community is just, you know, maybe you don't have to go full sicko like me and make all these graphics and stuff, but like, <laughs> I love it. You know, let's put together some ideas. Let's think about like, how does this work? How? Yeah. Maybe you don't like my idea. Very much for constructive conversations about how we can, because ultimately the stuff needs to get released or burned one or the other. I think, I think Top Shot's kind of right now trying to figure out what to do. Because I think if it was three years and we're still talking about like, what are we going to do? Sure. But sure. But the problem, the, I mean, ultimately the reason, um, you know, some of the problems in the past was why we're doing this because they're trying to find creative, good ways to disperse these moments that do matter. And so I I think it's important. I don't think it is something that needs to be, I mean, I think it should have been done quicker, but I don't think, um, I don't think at this point, still so many of these great moments too. Like I'm, you know, this idea that like the price that we've discovered on the Langston Galloway debut, like that doesn't matter. It should be worthless. I don't care what it's minted to. I, you know, if it's minted yeah. to seven, like it's pointless. I don't want a Troy Brown Jr. debut. Um, you know, well, we're and getting we're getting there. I mean, if you slowly. if you look around, I think things are kind of evening out because like my LeBron TSDs hanging around 3000 for the last several, several months. And right. you know what else, you know, what's dropping the, the Danilo Gallinari TSD, like it should, you know? <laughs> so ultimately I think we are seeing some discovery. Uh, the LeBron still matters. It'll always matter whether it gets burned or whether it gets released, but uh, a couple other things, I think we can move on from that, uh, that were interesting it says utility-based burning, um, and it talks about tooling and stuff like that. That part's intriguing to me because I feel like, <laughs> isn't there a way to just burn this stuff? We've already done it with those Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals moments. Um, so there's going to be 
us involved in my mind and of some sort like it says campaign um uses language like that so i i think i'm just intrigued by what that means as far as how we are going to go about this burning of unreleased moments because it if it was just burning it straight from dapper it you know from top shot it would be a little more clean than that in my mind i think it would already be done but anyway i'm confused but one thing that we did hear a little bit about speaking of kind of confusing uh communication so we didn't get this in a blog ever i thought maybe there was just like they were letting some time go by or something but jacob had a q a on the nba podcast or the nba top shot podcast and Mm -hmm. in there there were some questions about rookies in s4 are they getting 8ks are they getting parallels are they you know are they are we and yes long story short that the answer is yes they're getting 8ks along with the additional 8,000 in parallels which is probably good you know i mean i want to i want a paolo but if i don't rip a paolo i'm probably not gonna be able to afford a paolo especially yeah so yeah so there's still gonna be the rookie debut set which i like I, the more and more we're getting into this um, S4 roadmap, I love the rollout of rookies in the rookie debut set. That's where those three-star, four-star rookies um, are going to land, and it's going to be its own set. And then rookies in the base set is, is, is just great for everyone, in my opinion. And it's a great for growth. It's great for introducing... Um, you know, people to top shot. I think, I think you want accessible rookies, but they're still going to be like was talked about in the podcast. It's still going to be very limited beyond that. Like that's more than likely going to be kind of it. it Yeah. Yeah, Potentially MGLEs. Yeah. So we've Um, got 4k rookie 16k base. So we're at 20 and then you're going to talk about under 400 for the MGLE, which you got to think Paolo He's a lock. He'll he'll get an MGLE, um, and you know, then you're kind of running out of ways to get up to twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, throwdowns. Um, but I think all yeah, the rares are going to be sound like made it sound like those would be challenge rewards, even if they were in those sets. Exactly. So how we saw Suggs last year and some other ones, but you know, yeah, no, we've like from forty k rookies in S two to the 17, 18 K, you know, 17, five K rookies for the rising stars in S three. And now, so, I mean, it's a, it's only a slight reduction from last year, but I think any reduction is, is positive. Uh, I'm excited to see, especially with these parallels. I'm, I'm just, I'm ready for parallels. I'm ready for hot packs. I think the next, you question. think next week we get announced. I think we're going to get packs at the end of this week. Personally. Um, wow! Hot take, right? It is Monday. Um, hot take, hot packs. Um, hot take, hot but the packs. real, the real kind of uh, question about these rookies is: is our beloved rising star set no more? Kaput. Gotta be. I think it's it like it seems like it. It seems like it. I think the only thing I could potentially see the rising stars becoming in some capacity, but I don't even think it's going to happen is maybe they're going to create moments from the rising stars game. Okay. As now, now, now not moments like more than a couple, like I'm talking 
two or three moments that would be crafting challenges. So, hey, you can get this Rising Stars moment. We're going to craft a bunch of the Rising Stars moments from last year to get them. Stuff like that. I don't think it's necessarily going to happen. It's just an idea. I like, to I like, think that, like though. that. But, um, but, but uh, I mean, that, that's kind of why we shifted a little bit towards Badge County. We kind of had a feeling something might not look the exact same. I don't know. I mean, it, it, the one thing that is kind of fun is if there is no rising stars that s3 especially is kind of like ours you know what i mean that's like our set like forever you know right. and so that's kind of fun and not to mention it's one of the best classes we've had in a long time so we'll see i mean i'm not i'm not ruling everything out yet but it does seem like the base set is going to kind of replace some of that rising stars um mint from rookies yeah. but so speaking of base set, uh, I think I'm doing the base set this year. It's a it's a, it's a challenge I'm going for. I support you, friend. <laughs> so yeah, I I've kind of been thinking about how I want to attack S4 over the last you know couple months, and of course last year I did pretty much every non-base set there is in S3. I shouldn't say pretty much every non-base set in S3. And I think I'm going to pivot this year and I will still, you know, collect the ones I like, the ones that are real fun. But beyond that, I'm going to go for the base set. And I just think it's going to be a, like a fun thing to complete throughout the whole year because these hot packs are going to release, say, a few moments or 10 moments from the base set every week or two or whatever. And I'm just going to do it all year. It'll be a lot easier to just gradually yeah and so we've seen that from like tetris and some others in the in the discord and i think that made a lot of sense and i wish i would have done it last year actually because i think there was a time where i probably could have if i would have just started Talk that with way it. yeah yeah and so i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and i like that the rookies are gonna be in there and that is another reason i want to do it just because i'm gonna now have one of every rookie in my collection which is is fun i think rookies matter of course we've we've talked about that many times and i'm gonna stick with just the 8k uh base i'm probably not gonna do the parallels other than my thunder um but yeah the base 8k should be fairly you know cheap and accessible and other than i'm very interested to see the the price difference between maybe not parallel one the 500 mints but like parallel three the four thousands you know, like what yeah, is the difference and the, and the between the, AK? the yeah. 4K and the 8K? I, there's going to be a difference, but it's not going to be much. I would say, what, 10 to 20% increase, maybe 30. Yeah. It depends on the player or team or that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I might yeah, be with you, but also at the end of the day, I am most excited about the base set right now because it's the only set we really know anything about right now. <laughs> exactly, right? So what so, do you, uh, I, I'll be interested to see what your take, how it shifts when they're like, you know, introducing the new non-base common set of S4. And then you're going to be like, okay, I have pivoted. I am also going to be collecting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it looks like we're getting fresh threads. That was um, talked about in the podcast, the Top Shot podcast, or at least briefly. Um, so there is going to be non-base commons. Uh, but we don't know which ones. I mean, well, that's sort of Brandon, the big things that determine Brandon like out the little spice thing. So I'm guessing we're going to get extra spice, but who knows? Like, 
Um, yeah, we don't know what out. we're getting or what they're going to look like. But I think one of the things that makes these early season challenges really interesting is like, I want to go, like, say you're like, all right, yeah, I want to go for Kevin Durant tonight. I feel like I've got the pieces mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Um, I, you know, I just like, how do you go about when you don't really know how this supply, and maybe you wait till the end of the counter tomorrow and you're like, okay, it looks like there's, you know, 82, it's, there was no Cade Cunningham. It's fairly simple. There's 8,200, you know, like, well, I guess if it's 8,200, you just kind of go for it. Cause it's really, you know, maybe it's mm-hmm. 1,800. Mm-hmm. And you're just operating in this world while you don't know how that compares to the rest of his S4 mint. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I think I we can. Really we've got enough information that we can trust. Like, it's not going to be insane. You know, if we're getting eight or sixteen no, k base, there could be a few moments, but there's not going to be anything. Yeah, sixteen k is the max, and I would say anything beyond that's going to be five thousand, six thousand, and below is my guess. So, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily like I said, it's not a backbreaking thing, um, where you're just forced to make a bad trading decision. Um, but you know, if I don't know, I'm just, I think that's one of the things I'm very, all that to say, I'm ready to hear about what the rest of, you know, the series is going to look like. We're two weeks into the season. I think it's, but like you said, if we get packs this week, I think there's a 0% chance that we get packs before we know, before we get more information on like what a player can get in each year, you know, and what this non-base you think, you think we get a hot pack with moments in it without knowing anything about non-base for the season? I think it's possible. I think, I mean, I think these non-base commons are just going to be in hot packs is my, that's my guess. And so. Well, maybe they don't, I'm not saying like they have to give us or that I'm saying they're, they're definitely going to give us all the information about all the different sets. Um, I guess my thought is just like, do you think they're not going to, can they have one from every broad stroke? you know, kind of moment. Like are they, how hot are these initial hot packs going to be? Is it going to be just base set and rookie debut or is it going to be base set rookie debut? And like, yeah, there's a throwdown. Like we know this dude, you know, mm-hmm. the Donovan Mitchell dunk, that's a throwdown. And we're going to put so a couple my, of This is my, this is my prediction. Yeah, they're going to have, they're going to have base. They're going to have parallels. Uh, they're probably the lower end parallels. I don't know what the higher end. I think those are going to be in those uh, boosted hot packs, which you didn't know anything about until the podcast, the Top Shot podcast. Um, so we're going to get base, the lower end parallels, rookie debut, and I think every hot pack drop is going to have one to two rares. That's my guess. Okay. And they're going to release... 500 throwdowns jaw and they're going to release 500 you know mgle whatever it is and yeah mgle maybe i kind of think mgle is going to be its own standalone drop personally yeah you're right um but we'll see but you know what i mean like a couple rares whatever whatever the other rare set is i mean i don't know but i'm into it i think something like that so where there's gonna be most of the supply released of those rares and about a thousand of the 20,000 packs or whatever the case may be are going to include a rare. Okay. So that's uh, like, you know, if you're, 
I think we're kind of nearing the end of this week's episode. So I think that's that's your hot take. And we'll have that by next week. I think, you know, or, you know, first, well, I guess your first hot take is that we're going to get packs this week. And your second hot take is going to be what's included in those packs. I like it. I got one last hot take. Ooh, let's keep them coming. Because we forgot about this. The Top Shot 50. Ooh, happened. we did. <laughs> we talked too much. It's, yeah, we do. But the Top Shot 50 got talked about. Um, the, the info came out right after we recorded last week. So it's kind of been on the back burner at this point, even though it is one of the cooler things that's happening. Yeah, we'll know more. I get, well, more. I feel like we know what we need to know, which is the... You know, a handful of players in the NBA Players Association are going to be selecting the top 50 players in the season in batches of 10, five different times throughout the season. And then at Mm -hmm. the end of the year, those 50 players will get their legendary moment for, you know, that's going to be the flagship um, legendary set, at least for series four. Um, And then it seems like the users and collectors will be able to sort of vote on those plays as they kind of happen. Like um, not necessarily in real time, but like this is the contender for Jason Tatum's, you know, NBA top 50 moment. Uh, And then something happens and like, all right, we got a new contender here. Um, You know, like a viral, a viral contender. I think it's great. I think it's anything you can do to involve the collectors, especially in a flagship legendary set. It's just a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Which means I'm, my Thunder are probably only getting one, more than likely. Potentially Giddy, but I'd imagine SGA might be the only. Yeah, I don't see Giddy crack. Like, no, I, I would. I would be kind of surprised, but I he's probably liking that fifty to hundred, but probably not hitting that top fifty. And that's why I love this because there's going to be like debate. Because if we get like the first forty, who's going to make the last ten? You know, you're going to be creating graphics. Oh, yeah, there's going to be left. 30 guys pending be- <laughs> for the last 10. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about it, voting on it, whatever. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, 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 yeah, I hope you gonna- sort of do it in reverse order, almost. Or or with no yeah. order what, or with no order at all. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, know what don't, want, I don't know exactly like, what it's uh, going to look like. I don't want 40 to 50 first because then you're like, there's no conversation. You know, if if somebody who's no, sitting around gotta at, start at one, I think you got to start at one. I hope so. Because 40 to 50, then we get snubs. And everybody in the NBA loves a little snub talk. You know, uh, all-star snubs. True. I really love All-NBA it. snubs, you know. My hot take for the week is that this time next week, we're talking about dynamic duos being required in a Flash Challenge. Ah, that would be fun. And if we're going to wish that we had bought all of them, they're currently sitting at about $125 average. 281 collectors have all 30. Uh, I mean, I think there's like, cause we haven't really seen any flash challenge booms, you know, there's, hasn't really been a huge pump. Things have pumped a little. Sure. Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. saw a little bit of Cade action and some Evan Mobley stuff with a rookie badge requirement, but I really haven't seen anything, you know, where it's like this moment was $40 and now it is 190. Um, I think that's on purpose though. I, mean, I think it's on purpose. I think it's unhealthy to have a moment pump, you know, triple the value for five minutes. Um, Not to mention we have a bigger array of moments to choose from. Just and ultimately, have at this time, we probably have less daily users than we may have had in the middle of S3. When those, because I mean, again, like a lot of these people here are, are here to just like, they don't. 
not a lot, but there's always obviously a handful of people that are like, if I can't make money on it, then I'm not going to be here every day. Um, and there was some points during S3 where you could make money every day if you had the right stuff. Um, yeah. So I think, well, yeah, everything about S4 seems to be getting us, steering us towards healthy economy and sort of evaluating, all right, we've got this healthy economy. Can this version of Top Shot survive for 10 years? Mm-hmm. That just feels like where all these things are geared up towards. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for S4. I'm excited for the season. So it's, and this it's only going to get better. Four, right? Episode, look at that. Look at that. Tears four, episode episode four. Four. Um, you know, that'll do it for us here at Badge County. We all will right. see you guys in the Top Shot streets, on the Top Shot Twitters, the Top Shot Discords, the Badge County Discords. All the surprise. We have a, may, may have a surprise uh, giveaway. Ooh, that's right. Not a surprise for me and you. Yep. So, or unless maybe you, I don't know, maybe you're keeping secrets from me. Uh, maybe no, you, guys you know about it. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we'll see you guys next week on Badge County. Later's. <laughs>